This Seattle Seahawks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering you 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. This is Brian Bosworth, aka the Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking that money green with my partner in pigs, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Seahawks, baby. We love a good. We we ha, love we love we love a good seabird here on the sports gambling <laughs> yeah. podcast. I, you know I'm a big fan of islands and oceans and where the land meets the sea. So we we love the Pacific Northwest. We love everything about this team. We're big fans of Russell. Will- uh oh. Uh oh! <laughs> Are those neon green uniforms gonna look as fire without? Uh, I mean, the pacifier is still gonna look good in DK Metcalf's mouth with all that money, but I don't know if those green unis are gonna look as good without without our guy Russ. Well, and the the important thing to to remember is how are you gonna turn this into a conversation about Dan Jones? Hunter uh, in the YouTube oh. chat wants to know. I didn't do it this time. You did it. <laughs> All right. It, well, the line, whatever the line was set at, that would not count towards the oh. under on when Kramer <laughs> okay. mentions. We won't. Me- okay. So the, the clock is still going. Yeah, the clock is still going, and the clock I, again. Uh, I'm having so much fun. I'm glad we did this. The 32 <laughs> NFL team previews. I I think it's I I like this way of attacking the teams and the previews because it's it's easier to just wrap your head around one team. Yep. Get kind of some angles on it. Obviously, we shout don't it to the research team. Yeah, we don't do that thing where we completely skip over a team because we, we're just running really long and the Cardinals <laughs> are going last. And sorry, Cardinals. Well, and then we still have the division preview, so we can we can highlight yeah. which of the teams are our locks on the win totals. Um, you know, and then throw in some. I I know people want. Uh, player prop stuff, fantasy stuff. I think we'll we'll save some of that for the division previews because, you know, as like more and more numbers come out uh, for some of these like player prop stuff as it goes along in the process. But just sitting down, attacking the win total. <laughs> this is this is football season, Ryan. Football. Speaking of football, oh man. Imagine this: you and your entire fantasy football league hanging out at the win. You know how much fun that would be? Pretty easy to do. All you go is sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash winbet. Do us a solid. Sign up there. 
If you're in a win bet state, what are you waiting for? Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Bet $50, win $200 in free bets. This promotion will not last forever. And the ultimate fantasy football experience, your chance is coming to an end. Only a few more days left for that experience. Get those tickets in, get those entries in. Cause uh, I mean, again, hanging out at the Encore Beach Club. If it's cool enough for Gronk, it's cool enough for you. And again, pulling all the win totals, uh, division, odds, conference championship, all 32 NFL previews, numbers coming right from win bet. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WYNNBET. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Let's see 21 or older and present in the state. Or play through win bet is available. If you were someone uh, has a gaming problem, call 1 247 hundred. Here we are, Ryan, talking about your Seattle Seahawks. Well, again, I, my C- Seattle Seahawks, are you this is inter- speaking to the audience? <laughs> yes. This is interesting because we, we just did the Denver Broncos. How diabolical, <laughs> obviously the, the, the massive off season trade, Russell Wilson heads from Seattle to Denver. Uh, Seattle gets a ton of picks. Drew lock, uh, Noah Fant. Where are we at with the latest camper? I, I was on uh, Seattle, the Seahawks subreddit to try oh, and no. see if I can get any camp reports. A lot of soccer moms in there uh, on who has the edge, and it's all just a lot of uh, uh, you know them commenting on Russ showing up to the the uh, you know the Broncos training camp in his own Russell Wilson jersey, and they're they're still just all in their feelings about Russell Wilson. I really couldn't find anything about Drew Locke versus Geno Smith as far as who was going to uh end up winning the job here. Any have you gotten a, a lead as far as who's gonna end up being the starting quarterback? Sources close to the situation. I, I think we I think our reports have always kind of been it seems like Geno Smith is what Pete Carroll has been saying. It it I think Pete Carroll is the kind of guy that would lean towards a Geno Smith, right? Pete Carroll's gonna want to play what kind of ball, Sean? Conservative, conservative ball, and you know, not to jump ahead into the numbers, but I was telling you before we got started here that I accidentally went down a little bit of a, I don't know, I don't want to call it a a, a, a Drew Lock wormhole, but basically, not to bore you with a ton of numbers, but last time Lock was a starter, he was num- twenty twenty, yeah, Denver Broncos. Who can forget the Drew Lock experience? First round pick, by the way, out of yeah. Missouri. Number three in intended air yards. What does that mean, Sean? Throwing the ball down the field. Not afraid to unleash it. Last in on target throws. Number one in bad throws per an attempt. No, third to last in expected completion percentage and eighth in aggressive throw percentage. This all tells you what? Drew Locke has zero fucks to give about turning the ball over about taking chances, which, you know, in some offenses, they might, they might like that I right? would like that as, a, as a fan. Yeah. But if you're a team and again, jumping ahead, but if you're a team that might struggle to defend the ball, defend the pass specifically, and your offensive line might be a little banged up. I don't know if that's a profile for a starting quarterback. Pete Carroll wants for perspective sake, the, the, the seven quarterbacks ahead of him in aggressive throw percentage that year were Mike Lennon, Fitzpatrick, 
<laughs> rookie Joe Burrow, gamers, Mitchell Trubisky, gamer, Nick Foles. <laughs> I was gonna say he kind of rookie Tua, Brandon Allen, that you and and Joe Flacco was behind him <laughs> one slot. So like just the the all zero fucks to give team or a lot of guys with zero fucks to give that. I I just think that you know we're, we're getting into it now, but I think you know. Last year, I would have told you I'm betting Drew Locke is going to be the starter for the Broncos week one. This year, I, it's hard for me to see that. I know they traded for him. I know he was yeah. thrown in, but Pete Carroll is the same coach that said, "Oh, who the fuck are you, Matt Flynn? Russ Wilson looks way better. Get the fuck out of the way. I don't care that I just paid you some money." So Pete Carroll is going to play the guy he wants to play, and I think when he sees his team and he sees what his team's going to try to do, how do you not expect it to be Geno Smith? Geno Smith uh, in four, what it's started four games last year, only one interception. Now, again, you know, he was 10 for 17, 23 for 32, 12 for 22. He actually had a really good game against the Jags at home 20 of 24, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, uh, 195 passing yards. Only four games, 209 passing yards was the high. And I think that's the kind of offense they want to run. They don't want someone throwing for 300 passing yards. They don't want someone risking, you know, uh, some, some sort of interception and his yards per attempt to his credit uh, 7.39, which isn't horrible considering you're not throwing for that many passing yards. And I, and I test listen, it's Geno Smith, right? So uh, there's not much of a ceiling. We you're talking I, to the man who ended Eli Manning's consecutive start, start streak. How, I had to watch get a look, your tongue. Had to get a look at Geno Smith there. I, yeah, it's going to be interesting because I do think their front seven on defense. Is, it's going to be Geno Smith because of competent. that. Yeah, it's going to be that Geno Smith. It's going to be Geno Smith because of that one interception. That's it. Purely. Yeah. Last year they were they were 26th uh, on the good side of uh, EPA per turnover, meaning they're not. Their offense isn't turning the ball over into points for the other team, and well, I don't think they're going to change that this year. So their their draft picks: Charles Cross, offensive tackle; um, Mafe Boye Mafe uh, in the second round; Ken Walker in round two as well; Abraham Lucas, offensive tackle, round three. Uh, so it's interesting. Like, so they are loading up on the offensive line. They're trying to do the right thing. PFF has them projected thirty-two. Well, how many teams are there? <laughs> There's 32. So again, those those rankings are whatever. But I mean, you know, I'm I'm not going to manually break down every offensive line film, but oh. that's off to a uh, that's off to a rough start. And uh, Football Outsiders had this comment, which I thought is pretty interesting. Pete Carroll, who wants to run smash mouth, you know, shove it down people's throats. Drafted a pair of tackles who played in the air raid, <laughs> Mike Leach. And again, you know, as someone who saw Andre Dillard firsthand. How was that experiment? He's a great backup left tackle. He's not a starting. I, I think maybe in the right offense he could start, but certainly never going to be like top half NFL starter. When they when they played him at right tackle, he looked horrible. He's he's figured it out a little bit, but he was he was also super soft as a player. And I don't know Charles Cross enough. But I I think that is a red flag. Like, wouldn't you? I, yeah, like the, the the air raid passing off sets are like completely different. You're just like set up real quick, and the ball gets out of the 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 quarterback's hands very quickly. The counter argument would be 
like you said, I think the issue with Dillard might have been he was soft. I think it, we we might have even talked to Coach Leach about you tried to even yeah. ask him about Dillard, and we got in hindsight his answer may have told a story about yeah, a guy he that he wanna, wasn't super high on. He didn't want to talk about him, and, and so maybe it was just a character thing because I I do think the 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 flip side of what you said is you don't know how they're going to going to be in that part of the game. Like what do we hear about Charles Cross, best pass blocker, like highest ceiling for yeah. a pass blocker potentially, but not much to talk about in the run blocking, which again, curious if you're Pete Carroll and you want to run smash mouth, but it could be that we, you know, it, that untapped resource. He, he believes Pete Carroll believes he can coach anyone up, Sean. Yeah. And, and, uh, and you got like, do you think he, is, is he just the old man who's, who's getting delirious and just can't get it done anymore? Or do you, does he have another rebuild in him? The motherfucker. I mean, if anyone's going to be old as fuck and keep doing it, it's like Belichick's curmudgeon ass over there. looks like he's getting old. Pete Carroll's still ripping his shirt off, flexing with DK, chewing, chewing some know, gum. exploring well, what happened with building seven, doing all the important things. <laughs> Here's the thing with the the Seahawks and Pete Carroll. I still think Pete Carroll, his I think his rah rah like college stuff does get old and wears on people. I think there was some personnel issue or you know just personal belief differences between him and Russell Wilson that ultimately you know he wanted to play a different style yeah. of football, et cetera, et cetera. And now but you flush out all of that. I, I think I think if you brought in like an offensive coordinator. Um, that was like real. I, I still think Pete Carroll can coach up the defensive side of the ball. Is what I'm is what I'm getting at. I am very skeptical about his ability to coach up a modern NFL offense. And it, defense the, was 21st last year, Sean. Yeah, mm. I mean, I don't think they have tremendous amount of talent, but I I don't think it's because of his coaching that they're they're going to be successful or not successful. Like I think scheme wise, and they were also out, out on the field for a tremendous amount of time. That defense last year, like they had historic. Uh, differences in time of possession, which again isn't the isn't the isn't the well, hugest stat, but at some point it does make a difference. Yeah, which is interesting, right? Because if you look back to last year, that they were plus twenty nine point differential, which you know they under we were talking about. We've talked about a number of teams that underperformed Pythag by a lot, uh, not as many as as the Seahawks, two point three wins, and and so you know, it, interesting to hear that the time of possession was also very lopsided. Probably need to double click into that more and see, see what's going on. But you know, to your point on coaching up the defense, they couldn't get after the quarterback last yeah. year. And that was the issue. Seventh lowest pressure. Rate, well, and, so. and you know, they brought in Jamal Adams, uh, the idea of like, Hey, it's going to be this blitzing uh, safety and he can create a lot of havoc. Um, you know, Bobby Wagner's kind of falling off. He's no longer with the team. Jamal Adams quote was playing with one arm damn near the last two years. He had a bunch of uh, off season surgeries for his shoulder and his hand. And now already early in camp, he's getting another opinion because something didn't feel right in his hand. So that's, that's not a good sign uh, for the Seahawks there. Uh, as far as, you know, kind of getting back to the offensive line, finished 28th in blown block rate on both runs and passes an impressively consistent level of incompetence. And you know, you could make a case. They might be even worse if you're starting a rookie offensive tackle and, and you know, Charles cross, I think ton of unknowns one. How good is he going to be in the NFL Two, How good is he going to be for that system? So there's a, there's a lot there. Shout out to Dryden in the YouTube chat. Uh, again, we're always live on YouTube. Uh, turn those notifications on subscribe. Uh, he's saying uh, Russell may be, may be the weirdest dude on the planet. So glad I don't have to pretend to like that guy anymore. Again, I I think I would have the same reaction if I was a Seahawks fan, where it's like, 
All right, we had a good run. It wasn't going anywhere. He's saying Ken Walker, top three fantasy running backs. I don't know about that. I well, one because of the offensive line, but two, you know, Rashad Penny closed out the year really strong. I think they are going to run the ball a ton. I just don't know if Ken is going so, to get the like the the splits to to carry it. I right? think they're both going to get it. But to your I point, think it's right, going to be like closer to even. You just highlighted how bad the O line was, but yet we see fan, nerd fantasy Twitter constantly putting out these efficiency numbers from Rashad Penny. Does that mean he's just all fucking world? Or did they somehow, were they just strangely efficient? I think the Football Outsiders pointed out that they weren't horrible on first or second down, yet they were like bottom of the league in third and yardage to go, which means. Like I don't know what that means, but it's like how how does how does Rashad Penny look so attractive in fantasy to the the spreadsheet nerds when the O line sucked? Yeah, I I mean again, kind of curious, right? Like this is a team that won seven games, but should have been a nine win team. This is a team that went three and five in close games. I mean, yeah, I mean you look at two without Rust for 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 look look at look at Rashad Penny's last uh. You know these last six games where he essentially led the NFL, uh, sixteen for one thirty-seven, eleven for thirty-nine. That was kind of his his low point. Um, But then he did have, yeah, uh, and and a ton of touchdowns too. Eleven of or seventeen of one thirty-five, twenty-five of one seventy, twenty-three of one ninety, and and they're winning these games. They they beat Arizona thirty-eight to thirty. They beat the Lions fifty-one to twenty-nine. I. I just don't see Pete Carroll icing this guy or at least giving so much to Ken Walker that he's not a factor. Like I think it's going to be a true 50, 50 split. I think they drafted Ken Walker cause they knew Chris Carson wasn't going to play any more football. Yeah. Well, and, and, and then obviously they, Chris Carson retired Rashad Penny uh, does get hurt, but I think until he yeah. does, until he gets but hurt, he's gonna be he's gonna be an interesting DFS play. I know it's easy to to look at Pete Carroll and see that he's old and and think that he's definitely playing like Connect Four checkers while we're playing chess over here. But he knows he wants to run the ball a lot, so he went out and got a second really good running back. Yeah, I, I think you know there is something to knowing what you want to be as a team. I kind of use this as an argument for the Falcons, right? You you don't have to be great. You can just you can even be below average, but if you're very specific at what you are trying to do, it, it might just work. And and to your earliest point, Pete Carroll has coached up teams before. Pete Carroll has has built out of nothing before. And if his rah rah bullshit doesn't work, then yeah, it's going to be a tough tough uh, hill to climb. But could this be a team that is playing good enough defense to? To be in these like 17, 19 type battles every yeah, week. Yeah, you know, you know, you covering were, a lot of spreads. You were you were over on the Falcons, Ryan, and you you could see the similar profiles here. This is a better roster though. No, than the that's Falcons. what I was gonna say. I think this is a better roster and a better head coach. And in particular, oh, a better definitely. defense. Definitely. But similar, hard to argue the coach. Similar comment. well, again, I mean, Arthur Smith maybe does it. He's he's we're operating on a small sample size for Arthur Smith. But I but gun to my head, if what is Arthur Smith gonna have an elite offense or is Pete Carroll gonna randomly have an elite defense? I'll I'll take the chance that Pete Carroll can coach up some cornerbacks because that's the that's the area where they yeah, look right. Sydney Jones is their number one cornerback, Sean. Which is Sydney really Jones scary. is their number one cornerback. He set a career high of eleven starts last year. I still think there's a there's 
this team is interesting because 18 of their 39 sacks left with Carlos Dunlap and Rasheem Green. If they were going to completely bottom out, why would they keep Pete Carroll? I I think I think Pete Carroll has tons of job security. I think he can scheme up enough to be competent in these games. I I just don't I don't know. Like I I think I kind of think 6 wins might be the the floor for this team. I mean, I'm really worried about the offensive line, and and if they are, no, the floor is worst team in the league. Yeah, that's probably true because of I, the if, offensive line. I think because of the combination of offensive line and quarterback room. Yeah, you're right. Quarterbacks. I don't. <laughs> I, I think you know Carolina and Seattle are in a unique competition in Atlanta. Well, I guess the, they're all in the same kind of boat where they have the the ceiling on their quarterback situation isn't very high, regardless of what happens. I do think. The version where Pete Carroll says "fuck it" and decides to roll Drew Locke out there. I mean, if this team is throwing pick sixes, they can't come back. Like, yeah, they're just in trouble. Well, so. and that's why, like the the version where it works is Geno Smith mm-hmm. play action, forty five carries a game. God damn, they have to. They have Lockett. They have you know DK what? Metcalf, who just signed a deal. <laughs> who might? I mean, you, that's it. That was shocking to me. DK that. Metcalf can win a game by himself. I think. Um, but you know what that told me with DK? If you're DK, do you sign into this situation right now? Yeah. Do if, you? if the guaranteed money's right, yeah. But, but it was it was it? Was it going to get worse if he waited? Uh, according to DK, he said he was bluffing, just trying to get the best deal. He never wanted to leave Seattle. So maybe he's just saying that after the can, fact. Can I tell you my conspiracy theory? Sure. They told him we're going to go get Jimmy G. That's the other thing. Jimmy G, if a Jimmy G trade was gonna happen, that's it, a perfect like chips on shoulders. So so here's the thing. All right, let's take let's a time out. Right, let's just it. let's workshop this. Why is Jimmy G not on a new team yet? Right, it's <laughs> no. I'm saying because like, no one's offered anything for him. Right, and but, they won't. And they're they're. I here's my theory. Seattle's already offered for him. They don't want to trade him in division. Yeah, no one else is coming. They're waiting as long as possible. He'll eventually get dealt to Seattle. I don't know. Maybe he gets cut and then signs with Seattle. The ultimate Maybe. disrespect. Or do they just suck it up and go, fine? I mean, Jimmy, let's let's hypothetically, if Jimmy G is on this team, what is their win total? I think you almost have to take the over on this five and a half. Just for the chance that Jimmy G no, ends like Jimmy, up here. Jimmy G's ceiling on a team is like nine wins, ten wins, and his his floor is like seven wins. Yeah, that's it's what I'm like saying. <laughs> I if if I'm setting the line and they trade for Jimmy G, I immediately put this up to seven. I bump it like one and a half wins. I, I we, which is, is, is maybe I'm like am I caution, crazy? We are talking about Jimmy G, right? Coming off a, a, a shoulder surgery, but the dude, I you know, you give him a running game again. The offensive line is what I'm coming back to, but. Where else could he end up, uh, Jimmy G? Maybe Cleveland. Cleveland, but now it seems like the suspension isn't going to be the entire season. Ten games. I still. My original guess was eight. I'm going to stay there until I see otherwise. But it seems like it's not going to be more than eight, uh, from okay. what I've read. So I think like a six to eight game. Then they're not trading for Jimmy G. Okay. If, if you're where else? No, Can, that's what I'm saying. Injury. They're waiting for a camp injury. They're waiting for a camp injury. They're praying for someone that's competitive to blow out an ACL. If you would have wanted to make a run on Jimmy G, you would have already done it. The only place that makes sense is Seattle. 
Yeah. Well, that's kind of what we're going with. And, and I think also it, it to Dryden's point and granted, take it with a grain of salt. He is a Seahawks fan. Seahawks should be an amazing team to bet ATS because yeah, well, I, yeah. public is completely low on them. You have a, a veteran head coach who knows how to coach up, uh, especially division games. And I do think he, uh, I do think he's like a decent motivator as well. Now the, the historically inefficient offense mixed with the offensive line and mixed with if they put in lock and, and open themselves up to more turnovers and Geno Smith, we've also seen Geno Smith turn it over. And now that was only, never been the guy though, going onto a team. I'm just saying th- this last Geno run we saw last year where they really kind of kept him in, protected him a little bit from himself. As far as turning the ball over, if we can see that, Gino, I think they're, they're good to the over where you could see it go off the rails is if, you know, he, he's trying to become a hero. Sidney Jones is their number one corner. <laughs> I, mean, I know that's what I, I, and I go back and forth. Is that a horrible sign or in a weird way? It, it, Pete Carroll has coached up Sidney Jones and, and well, makes that, him look like a genius. Pete Carroll is a guy who's coached up DBs before. So I, I think it, 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 it's also important to point out that part of their problem on defense last year was the fact that they, for whatever reason, they didn't have uh, Jamal around the line of scrimmage. And it was like, why not have this guy? Like he should be part of the reason they're generating pressure and maybe they'll get smart on that. And maybe part of that was they, they, they just didn't have the, the, the back end talent and they brought in some reinforcements, but I think both, this is one of the worst Ross. I mean, this is one of the worst defenses in the league potentially if he isn't able to coach people up and that's the scary part. Well, and I, I do think there's it's, some- the, it's bad in the worst kind of way, which is they can't, st- they can stop the run, but they can't stop the pass. Shelby Harris, they ha- they have some guys up front that are um, that are decent. You know what I mean? I I think there is some talent, but to your point, the back end it could get real scary, real fast. Yeah. Uh, strength of schedule according to win total, twenty second easiest, so not a a harder than average uh, uh, schedule. Uh, special teams DVOA fifth. Um, so mm. again, that's like you know. I love bringing just, up the special teams. Well, I, I think he can swing a game or two, and you know, again, Carroll is a college coach, aka you know, has some Chip Kelly probably in him to some degree. Where special teams matter, you're going to spend time on special teams, and you're going to see results from special teams. So I don't, I think they will be a top ten uh, special teams unit. Yeah, I mean, they're going to need to be to be anything. Good. I, I think it's, I think the the one. So on, on, they could be really bad, but they also. I would say it's fa- the same argument I've used for the Texans and the Falcons about being almost kind of screwing up, like being bad and winning a couple of games because of the rah rah bullshit. Because Pete Carroll's not getting fired. Yeah, and like look at last year, right? What they win four games in, in the last like six weeks of the season to to end up with seven. Like they could do the same thing and screw up a good draft pick. Pete Carroll doesn't care about the future. And unless Pete Carroll retires, I saw some people. I saw a couple things being speculated about the fact that you know if you're betting first coach fired, Pete Carroll's up there. And if you read the fine print, it includes yeah, it's resigned, because of the, the Gruden fire. clause. Uh, unless, um, but, but do you got to get our shit going? Do you Maryland. think Pete Carroll could walk away midseason? No, Pete Carroll's old school. <laughs> Following uh, the steps of Road Rash Face Bobby Petrino. <laughs> no, unless unless so, unless you know one of his uh, players were accused of receiving money, I don't oh, see him. <laughs> I don't see him making a quick departure from Seattle. Uh, uh, 
it would have to be something crazy unforeseen, health issues, family stuff. Health issues come up when you lose football games. No, I, I, I <laughs> yeah, maybe he's Urban Meyer. Oh, my heart, my heart. Uh, Pete Carroll's out at the bar, finding his way into some chick's ass. <laughs> what? Uh, Urban Meyer. Oh, I was okay. making an Urban Meyer. He's one of those guys who will get penetration. He was doing the college coach thing. <laughs> he was doing. He was uh, probing a recruit. Yeah. Um, so having a sleepover with a kicking recruit. All right, uh, we're gonna get to the schedule. Uh, before we do that, shout out ipvanish.com/sgp. Head over there right now if you are using the internet which most certainly you are to listen or watch this show and you're not using a VPN man what are you doing uh, that is just unsafe behavior and again ip vanish so great you can put it on a streaming device like a fire stick um you know what i had always been my hesitancy on using a vpn is like oh you got to run your internet traffic through a vpn it's going to slow everything down it's going to mess up your streaming trust me it's not we run it for God's eye, it does not slow anything down. I mean, we're running it here on the studio. It's not going to impact your streaming speeds at all. And you can use it on unlimited devices. So if you're traveling, using sketchy Wi-Fi, whatever, again, you have so much sensitive uh, internet data for a number of reasons. You don't want anyone getting in there. 30 day money back guarantee. So again, if you're like, ah, maybe VPN isn't for me, try for 30 days, money back guarantee. And they're giving you 70% off if you use our link, which please do. Do us a solid. IPvanish.com slash SGP. IPvanish.com slash SGP. All right. Uh, before we get to that, let's talk uh, 2020 results. What did they do? 12 and 4, of course. Prime Russ got knocked out of the playoffs, though. 8 and 9 ATS. Uh, smashed the over there at 9.5 last year. First time in a long time they did not hit 10 games. Seven and ten straight up, although nine and eight against the spread. To uh Hello. to Dryden's point in the chat, they could be a sneaky team to bet on. I certainly think they could be if they're playing decent defense and just like melting games away by running the ball. Yeah. Uh if they're if they're big dogs, I think we'll we will find some spots to get on them. Five and a half is the win total, although you're paying for it if you're on the over. Over minus one fifty, mm. uh under plus one thirty five. 14 to 1 to win the NFC West, 75 to 1 to win the NFC, 150 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, plus 440 to make the playoffs, minus 625 to miss. Uh Hunter saying, is there a chance Pete Carroll gets the boot when they start like one and five? No, I, I don't see that. He he's like an old school what guy. What a Super Bowl. I don't think and management's like pretty hands off. I think they're looking to sell the team. They're Seattle's like a you know a ha, you know happy to root for their team city right well, like almost like Pittsburgh like where they're they're fixing on how they're going to be Broncos fans this year because they want to root for Russ yeah too. they're talking about their MLS team they're <laughs> yeah. talking about how many days do you need to keep your cold brew um, oh, yeah. you know yeah. hey what what kind of yeast do you have for your uh, IPA like that you know, they're not Making they're not going to be breathing down his neck. <laughs> Talking about how public transportation is going <laughs> to save the world. Uh, what are we going to do with the space needle? They have they wow. have you know thrown fish left and right. They have their hands full. I don't James think they're going to Webb, be James <laughs> uh, photograph exchange. <laughs> Wait, what? J- James Webb? The the new the new NASA telescope. Oh, okay. That has. Wow, like that was super- a deep pull, Ryan. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm 
I pay attention to some things outside of this bubble. <laughs> the telescopes are on your radar. Yeah, we can look way further back in time, Sean. You really need to get into this. No, I. I'm I, disappointed in you. I'm. Um, you like at you like space, right? Who doesn't? Woo, it's smoking my weed. Space, the uh, final frontier. All right, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, walk through their schedule. Oh, real see quick. If we can settle I, on this window. I don't think I said our preseason guest. Oh, yeah. was twelve and five for me, thirteen and four for you. Didn't get that one right. Well, again, ATS though, Sean, we were dialed in set 11 and six for you, nine and eight. And for, for me, I, it's weird too. Cause I feel like a lot of our dialed in this was picking against them. We had a nice stretch yeah. where we were, uh, we were fading them when it wasn't right. I think we just knew Russ. Yep. And we, a little bit, I, I obviously uh, ate a little bit more of the cocaine than you uh, when it came to picking <laughs> him when he was down, but all right. So schedule. Man, I can't. I can't believe Seahawks five and a half. It just almost looks like a typo. First four, Broncos again. Uh, we discussed this on the Broncos preview, but what? What a! I mean, I'm sure this was completely random that the Broncos and Seahawks start the season off on Monday uh, shout night. Shout out to the commissioner. Not enough no, people to kiss the ass of the NFL commissioner. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the number one. I gotta get my Rob Lowe hat. I, I, I do I, have one of the. <laughs> Ryan, that might be still at your garage. If you can find that and bring that into the studio. Uh, all right. Yeah. I mean that, that would be a fun angle for us to have being yeah, very pro, pro commissioner. Yes. We are officially <laughs> just going to become everyone. You know, it's the all time zag. Everyone shits on Roger <laughs> Goodell. We're going to be number one fans of the commissioner. Again, he's got you the NFL. You don't like that. Well, why uh, Roger Goodell is the greatest commissioner of all time. All right. Denver at home. Oh, the, no way Russ loses that game at San Francisco, Atlanta at home at Detroit. That doesn't sound as I say it out loud as the most difficult schedule, which ones what, the game, the first four oh. games that I was just saying, Sean, pay attention, <laughs> Denver at home at San Francisco, Atlanta at home uh, at Detroit. A uh, fun fact before we start picking the uh, the quadrants or the almost quadrants, Seattle only leaves the Pacific time zone how many times this year, Sean? Ooh, this is good. I'm gonna say twice, four times. Okay, one is so the, not as good as the Steelers, but still not bad. Well, think about it. The Steelers are more teams are in the East for the yeah. for them to only have to come out of the time zone. Really, three times because one of them is the Germany game, so Tampa's going to be on the in, kind of in the same boat there. So to only have three games where they're really having that bad body clock, and one of them being this Detroit game, uh, not a bad way to start the season for this team. I, I mean, can they win two games out of these four? I, I'm going to go two and two. Is, I think I think they're going to be fired. Right I now? think well, so I I'm chalking up the uh, they I mean, lose the first game. Yeah. Uh, Falcons at home. I know you're high on them, but I think that's a good spot for this Seahawks team. And then I think they could win one of the road games between the 49ers and the Lions. I'm actually going to go one and three. I'll go two and two. That's I, you're being optimistic. I like it. All right. Which by the way, fun nugget. Actually I'll save it for later. One of my prop bets has something to do with those first four games. All right. At new Orleans Cardinals at home at the chargers giants at home. Hmm. Can they, can they catch 
So they they'll be favored in the Atlanta game. They'll be favored in the Giants game, maybe if unless the offense is looking fire because Dan Jones is lighting it up. Thirty five minutes that went way over. <laughs> uh, so Cardinals at home. That's that's a fun game. Uh, yeah, but I think the Cardinals lose the late the game later in the season. Yeah. I am going to respect the division. I mean, Giants at home, lock that one up. I'm just thinking if I can get that. I'm going to go one, one and three. Yeah. Because I think Saints is always a tough place to play. Chargers is non conference. And Herbert, you just feel like, is going to carve up that secondary. I mean, <laughs> Mike Williams and Keenan Allen versus Sidney Jones. I, I just don't that, see them getting away. To me, that's the way you hate. Like, if, if the team they're playing. Yeah, can can threaten you through the air, like that's part of the reason you probably like it, them to take down Atlanta. But yeah, if they can if they can throw the ball, which maybe that's why San Francisco is vulnerable. But yeah, coming back to the the four we're talking about at New Orleans, one of the three games they have the body clock disadvantage. Uh, Arizona at home at at Chargers, uh, Giants one and three, and then all right at Arizona, at Tampa in Germany. How are they going to make the team from Seattle go all the way to Germany? Did John Brady request Germany? Oh, of course he did. Get to he, get his blood spinned. I I, blood I dare spun. you to look at his bags coming back from that trip. <laughs> I dare you to look at it. Then they have the bye week after the international game. Okay. Then they have Raiders at home at Rams. Ugh. Tough stretch. Mm. Yeah, this is a tough schedule. I'm going to go 1 and 3. That's even being a Which one do they win? I I think between again, I think they're going to be competitive in a lot of division games. So I think cards or Rams, all four of these teams can put up 500 yards passing. Yeah. Uh, That's uh, a problem. And for the most, you don't part, think Sidney Jones can guard Devonte Adams. I mean, Tampa one, and, and the Rams and four, shut down the run. That's, that's a problem. Oh, and four is in the realm of possibilities, but I'm going to go one and three. I didn't want to be so down on this team. I think it's <laughs> going to happen though. I'm going to go all one four. You're being very conservative, Sean. What do you mean? All right. Next up we have Panthers at home, Niners at home at chiefs Ooh. jets at home. Okay. Uh, two and this two. is classic peak Carol. There are winnable games here. They will be favored. I mean, they, will they be favored in three, two of these games? They'll be favored against the Jets. But I'm slightly favored against the Panthers. the Panthers. Yeah, that one. Hmm. Maybe I'll go one and three here. But I do like them against the 49ers and Jets at home. No, I'll say two then. Yeah. I'll say two. I think Chiefs, the last time they leave the, the Pacific time zone. Y- you know what? Three and one. Pete classic wow, Pete Carroll. Okay. Oh Peak, late, I'm like, going two and two. They're, they're, they're sitting on the first pick, and Pete Carroll gets the team <laughs> rallied. Oh, you know that's going to happen. Drew Locke's playing 17. fuck it ball. All right, what do you got? I'll go two and two. All right, and then they have the Rams at home last week of the season. Rams probably won't need. I, you know what? I'm going to go two and two because I'm going to give them the Rams game because the Rams okay, won't need yeah. it. Okay, three and two for the last five. I could see them closing strong or at least respectable there. All right, so I'm I'm entering the data into the computer. And it spits out five and twelve for me, and it spits out. Well, wow! And I gave them an extra win in there, I think, somewhere. And it spits out 
Oh, wow, Sean, you're high on them. Seven. Yeah. I mean, Oof. over five and a half, minus 150. You, you like seven. Um, you want to make any adjustments here because that that feels like a real I guess you're you're buying you're you're getting some Jimmy G insurance. Yeah, no, I and I think that is real. Because if if Jimmy G comes here, I think it's gonna shoot the win total is going to be seven. So I think if you can get the over right now, I would. I would just rather play it as a do we have anywhere that has I would just try and find it as like a over six, minus one twenty ish, right? Oh, I accidentally I just accidentally closed my alt win total. I just tab. don't uh the this Seahawks team, I don't know. It, I guess here's the question. Do you want to do you want to play the like what do you think's more likely, the 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 bottom out case or the ceiling case? Well, again, like no 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 trade. Like trade I, is like without, I, I think their ceiling is 9 wins. But I think their floor is like 5 cuz I just this is a Pete Carroll team where like they're gonna figure out how to win some of these games. I know they their quarterback sucks. Well, what they if still he's have a just decent old home field advantage. What if the only reason they were winning games was Russ? He could have he could have completely lost it. All right, we're gonna talk more NFL futures, but you know, you know who uh, might need a helping hand from future you? You. That's right. That was super confusing, but. You know what's not confusing? Using Dave. Dave is your good buddy. It's gonna help you out with some cash. Get it to you quick here. Again, we've all been in a situation where, you know, maybe you're um, Russell Wilson about to go to Denver Broncos training camp. You really need a Russell Wilson jersey. Uh, in this situation, you're not getting paid like Russell Wilson. You're living paycheck to paycheck. You need some extra cash. Maybe you already agreed to go to a game with your buddies. Everyone's like, hey, send the money for the tickets. You're like, shit, thought I was going to get overtime these past couple of weeks. I haven't been getting it. Dave is there to help you. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash, more money to catch up on some bills, tackle all those financial uh, things that are just stressing you out. No interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D A V E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees applies. Uh, apply. Banking provided by Evolve member FDIC. So, yeah, I, I, I'm fine with seven. Uh, it's a little yeah. high. Okay. But, I mean, really, six and 11 is like lock city for me. Um, <sighs> Feel like I didn't. I I felt like I I was gonna come into this being a little bit. More I thought I was gonna be. I thought I was just gonna be like, ah, oh, they completely suck. They're cooked. But you know, when you look at some of the talent on the front seven, the fact that they do have a decent running game, still some quality receivers there. The version with Geno Smith, where they limit their turnovers, and I do think Pete Carroll, while not a like super sharp offensive mind, I don't think Pete Carroll's gonna get embarrassed. I mean, certainly there's a version of this where the wheels completely come off and they do get embarrassed, but I don't see them getting embarrassed. Like they, I, I think they're going to be competitive enough to yeah, yeah. Seven and 10, maybe on the high spectrum, but I it feels really high. I don't, I don't think they're going to be one of the, in the mix there for the worst team in the NFL. And you look at the end of the schedule, right? Like he, I think they're going to be, no, uh, I definitely like the way that I predicted them fucking up the first pick. Yeah. 
That if Pete Carroll is the coach, they're definitely going to have a stretch, and that that did feel like a winnable stretch. All right, any anything else you like? Because I, I got a bet here, and if I said Sean, I got I got a two to one dog for you. Oh you'd, really? Week one, you'd be interested. Yeah, I got. I'm making you wait till week three. <laughs> Seahawks first win, Atlanta Falcons plus two hundred. They lose against Denver and Russ. They then travel to San Francisco, a team that they beat twice last year. So Niners have some revenge on their mind. Plus, let's say that the you know the Seahawks are bad enough to where they Trey Lance can run the triple option. Yeah. They'll be okay. They'll be big big dogs regardless. They then come home and they play a Falcons team that you know you're not. So it's week three. They start out zero and two, get a win at home against Seattle. Plus two hundred. Sleepy afternoon game. What if what is their first win against the 49ers, Ryan? Hmm. <laughs> I, that's gotta be a better price. Hold on. Oh man, it's gonna be uncomfortable when we have Katie on the show and I'm just shitting on Trey Lance, but she's all in on Jimmy G, so I, I think she's gonna understand that oh, this it's gonna be Niners team's gonna be I'm, tough. I'm very excited. I mean, t- uh, mark your calendars. I think we're well, like the, two the, two and a half weeks out. They but. are I mean, again, I should on them a bunch. Preseason, I ch- I adjusted my tune as things went along. Made a ton of money in the playoffs, taking them on the money line against the Cowboys, money line against the Packers. I think I had a money line in the points against the Rams. Didn't didn't get the outright win, but covered. So I I, I became a 49ers fan betting wise, especially late in the season. Uh, we'll see what happens with Trey Lance though. That is still just very scary to me. Okay, uh, and- Niners is three fifty. Now, in the case they absolutely suck, this is this one's for you, Sean. Okay. I, wrote, I wrote this one down specifically for you. There's a world where they they blow the game against the Falcons. They then have two road games, come back home against an Arizona team that can definitely pass the ball on them because Kyler's happy, right? They took that clause out of his contract. Oh my god! And then it's uh, at Chargers, another loss, and then they have the Giants at home, Sean. If you were to take the Giants to be the Seahawks' first victory. 45 to 1. Giants to be their first victory. 45 to 1. I'm not oh advising this. So wait, how many down. how many losses would they oh have? 7. To? This would be week 8. 45 to 1. 45 to No, that's too that's too far. It's too far. I again, like I I think If uh, you think they're going to go to Carolina in week 14, <laughs> no, I don't think they're going to go. Oh, 200 to one. But no. what imagine this, we're all doing the whole, uh Oh, Seahawks still haven't won a game. Carolina on deck. And you're sitting there with a 200 to one ticket. Cause you had the, the foresight to say, you know what? This is a realistic path. And I don't think 200 to one's a fair price. Hmm. But yeah, two two to one on Atlanta is my uh, my main bet. Really? All right. So what about? All right. I'm 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 taking that. In addition to, I guess I'm playing the under. Okay. Because you had it at five. You're getting plus odds on that. I mean, I gave them a. They went three and two to close it out, just to get to five on my on my board. So that's that feels like a strong under. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna take first win, Atlanta at plus two hundred. Okay. What about? I almost want to change that to the Carolina one now. What about uh what two hundred to one? What about the alt line of six and a half? Can you find an alt line six and a half, Ryan? You know I have fucking alt lines. Um, let's see. Team futures. 
over six and a half plus one eighty five. Okay, so I'll add I'll add over six and a half plus one eighty five, and I think that would be the ultimate fu to this team. Russell will there's some bad blood in Seattle. Russell Wilson left them <laughs> laying in the lurch. Isn't it like the ultimate fu? Hey, we won seven games with Russ. Got rid of him. Still figured out a way to grind out seven wins. Yeah, I I think sometimes you can have like I think we're. I think the the toughest thing I had when looking at this team was you it's hard to remove what a team's identity is when they've had the same quarterback for a long time especially when that quarterback has has really carried them. I mean, I think I think we could see an offense like last year the offense looked horrible without Russ. I mean, I I, I there's a there's a very low floor. I mean, I know we've said a lot of teams could lose lose the most games. They if I had to bet on one team to go winless this year, it's the Seattle Seahawks. Really? What are so. they? What are they? So, are you giving out them to have the least number of wins? Them? I what mean, are they? I feel like I'm giving out a lot of teams. Yeah. To be what the are they? Uh, what are they to have the least number of points? They could, that would be funny if they like got over five and a half wins and still had the least number of points. That, that would be the ultimate possible. Pete Carroll lowest scoring plus seven fit. I mean, they're they're behind the Falcons, Texans, and Bears. Yeah. I don't. And, I mean, they and were good coming enough. in with a very conservative offense. They were top five, I believe, maybe sixth in rush DVOA. Maybe top five. No, in and DR. that's the thing. Like they e- were good at it. Th- there, to your point that you kind of made, but you backed off of it a little bit, was that they had a shitty offensive line last year, and they still figured out ways to run the ball. You know, look at look at uh, Geno Smith's four starts. Uh, they lost twenty six seventeen to the Rams. At Pittsburgh, they lost by three points. They should have won that game. They were in it the entire time. Lost thirteen to ten uh, to the Saints at home. Again, they were in that game the entire time, and then uh, beat the Jags thirty-one to seven. So I I think they're gonna be able to beat bad teams, and I think even medium teams, uh, they're gonna be able to cover the spread or maybe sneak out some victories. Uh, yeah, I I agree. Like I. I I see the version where this is a decent team. I I just think it relies on a lot of things to not go wrong. And I think there's there's a lot of ways this could go wrong. Like, hey, what happens if one of those tackles goes down? Things to get get real bleak real quick. So, I'm just I'm just not going to bet on the the relatively best case scenario. I I think they need a lot of things to go right to win 6 or 7 games. So, good luck. Yeah, I don't know, but it, I but I like uh, let's. I'm gonna throw it on I'm my go, board. I'm going contrarian here, you know, uh, Ryan. A lot of people like oh, zag. Minus one forty on the over. It seems like you're with the chalk public. Uh, pl- minus one fifty. Plus of uh, minus one plus uh, seven fifty. We'll throw it on the board for me. Plus seven fifty. Seahawks lowest scoring team. Okay. Yeah, I, I could. I mean, even though I like the over, I could see them being very low scoring, and honestly, that might be a way to hedge the. The the high case I have with these. Uh, well, do you have any fun bets that like on them being good? Like, are they worth betting on to win the division? Because we've we've no. we've continually had this no. discussion of like, wow, the Texans are thirty to one. That doesn't make sense. No, the, them the Seahawks four, aren't. It's not worth it because well, the Rams are there. It, Similar to the Falcons, it's, co- maybe? it's combination. I mean, again, I'm not the biggest Cardinals fan, but they're certainly going to be more competitive, you would imagine, than Seattle. Although, who knows? And then, uh, yeah, the Rams are there, and then even the 49ers. Like, there's just there's just enough good talent in the NFC West that the long shot them to win the division isn't worth it. 
Whereas like the AFC South, no team should be 30, yeah. that, 30 to one. That That's crazy. Like it, it seems like a much more competitive division. And is. there's and there's less known commodities. Like no, Davis Mills, second year starter, Lovey Smith with these teams. Like, I don't know. There's there's it's easier to bake a like super high projection or come up with like a ceiling scenario. This team, I think, is still gonna be relatively shitty, but not as shitty as people think. Yeah, but what if I I mean I, I hear you, right? Like there's I get it. Like there's nothing established in the AFC South. But what if I told you the Niners are trotting out Trey Lance and yeah. the Kyler Murray. The the team had the to Niners, take the, like the they, Niners and Arizona collapsing. I I could Arizona, San Francisco, and the Rams. You could talk me into two of those three teams collapsing, but not all three. Not so all, not all three at fourteen to one. What? Well, uh, I have a bet for you potentially. Yeah. You like the Seahawks? Then maybe it's 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 the uh, it's the bull case. Rams. Finish first. Okay. Seahawks finish second. Yep. Niners third. Cardinals fourth. Yeah. Or flipping uh the Niners and the Cardinals. Okay, so Rams. Yes. Uh Seattle. Yes. Uh San Francisco, Arizona. Yep. What is that pick? Forty to one. See now that now we're talking. What about just Seattle to get second place in the division? Wait, hold on. There's Seattle to get second place. All right, let's pull that up. How, how great is that? <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, you can do a. I'll read off the first one I found, which is at top two Seattle, LA plus fifteen hundred. Top two. Yeah. Yeah. So you got you got both of them. Now we got. All right, here we go. I got what, exactly what you need here. The riveting uh, suspense of me looking up. Hey, that. if you're not Seahawks no, finishing you're, second plus seven fifty. No, forty yeah, to one. Just the fact like, that the fact that it's exactly second, like they could. I, I'll just stick with the over five and a half, over six and a half. Maybe we'll go crazy in the division preview, and I'll I'll throw some of those in there. But yeah, just over five and a half, over six and a half. And the six and a half was plus one eighty five, like that. So you're you're high on them cautiously. Yeah. Again, like the how we came up with like a ceiling case for the Texans, I struggled to do that with the Seahawks team because of the because of the limitations of the offensive line. But as we saw last year, they can have a shitty offensive line and still figure out how to run the ball somewhat effectively. And I think I think they're not going to get blown out. So if you're not going to get blown out, you know, variance, whatever, good special teams, you can probably win some of those one score games that you think you might not be able to. If I'm right, and DK Metcalf signed because he knows Jimmy G's coming. And there's also that. Like, there's a. Then what I, would I, you say the percentage chance is Jimmy G ends up here? I I don't know why DK Metcalf signing with without some sort of knowledge that someone's going to throw him the ball better than Geno Smith. And so I a third thirty. I'll, I'll set it at. Uh, he does not. Him to be a Seahawk is what? What are the odds you think? Maybe like three to one. Hmm. Oof. I mean, is that? I yeah, I think like plus three hundred people would be betting on it. I, I mean, what it feels like there's a twenty percent chance, right? At least twenty five. The guy's gonna be on an NFL team somewhere, right? Like he's 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 definitely better but than like the bottom six seven quarterbacks. If that happens, you know, they become a couple, they at least a win or two better. 
which means I'm probably then looking, I'm probably then interested in maybe, I, I don't know if I, I still probably not taking the over though. Really? Not even with the, not even with uh, Jimmy G. What Jimmy G is out of structure. Never seen him outside of a Shanahan or Ryan. Are you aware of the uh, reporter Wesley Steinberg? No. NFL and New York Giants (laughs) insider. He's he's the spoof account. You're you're being trolled if if you're about to. He's a spoof account. Yeah. Okay. Why? What was the? Read me the report anyway. No, this guy seems like a real reporter. Are you are you kidding by saying he's a uh, spoof reporter? One hundred percent. I know who exactly. Okay. Well, then I won't. It, <laughs> I don't know. This has to be. Oh yeah, a hundred percent fake. Because he tweeted out eyewitness reports from Cam today. Tell me, Daniel Jones accidentally hit a disabled <laughs> fan with a misplaced pass. I mean, some of his tweets are pretty funny. Yeah, uh, reading. That's not funny. No. He misspelled the idea, Dan. The idea of Daniel Jones uh, being <clears throat> that inaccurate—that is funny. Ryan, you know what else isn't funny? The fact that we're giving away coffee oh, mugs, what? T-shirts, so much free gear every Monday. All you got to do—well, you can buy it store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com, or if you want to take literally thirty seconds out of your day and have a really good chance of winning, all you do is uh, submit a review to Apple Podcast. Screenshot your review before you send it in, and then uh, click over on the contest tab in the SGPN app. Submit the screenshot. You are good to go for a chance to win free gear every Monday, aka Merch Monday. Plowing through these 32 NFL team previews. All as you know, Hall of Fame game mere days away. We got uh, some fun stuff planned for that, so stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at Gambling Podcast. Subscribe mm-hmm. to YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. For the sports gambling podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Sean, that's officially 10 in the books. Kramer, let it ride.